you're with Julian on the brown notes with some ambient noise a review of All Quiet on the Western Front a film that many wanted to win best picture at the recent Oscars and thought for a while it would and it didn't um, so it's by a German director called Edward Berger I don't know his other films it's the latest version of one of the century's most important last century's most important novels by Eric Maria Remark, um, who was basically, he, when it came out, it sold two and a half million copies between like 20, 1928 and 1930 in that post-war period. It's one of the most important stories ever because it defined the, the, the way that war is portrayed in movies and, and in books. It was really the ground zero for that kind of anti-war, war is hell, narration uh it really is ground zero the 1930 american version of the film won best picture oscar and the two go sort of tandem it, i guess the analogy would be you you see a lot of old school westerns now but they're virtually all could be called revisionist westerns we rarely ever see that what the western was in the 30s and 40 much of the 40s which was the you know, straight line morality, guy on a white horse wearing a white shirt um, and fighting Indians. You just don't see it because it's on the nose. Uh, so what you get is a revisionist version of the Old West, which shows it to be a lot more morally complicated and hellish. And that's what All Quiet on the Western Front was. It was the author's time in the trenches in the First World War and how awful they were. Uh, and the uh, resulting psychological damage it did, even if you weren't physically injured, the t uh, the terrible psychological toll, and also the, the complete fallacy and idiocy of war. And I think there's a great irony with the big push for this film, which is a lot of people that have been supporting the relentless funneling of weapons into Ukraine, extending that war, have supported this film, I feel, even missing the biggest point of it about how all war is uh, a fallacy and hell and uh, even the act of war itself is, is atrocious. Um, so I kind of feel like there's this weird thing going on where a lot of people support this film and miss the point. And it is a story of, you know, young Germans idealistically going to the front, the Western Front in the First World War and finding out the war is hell. And that is primarily it. Um, what they do here is they jack up a side story, which is in, in the novel, um, which features the amazing actor um, Daniel Brawl, um, uh, about the uh, negotiations between France and the Allied Nations and Germany uh, to end the war because it was going so badly for the Germans. Which is interesting, but people have pointed out it detracts from the psychological narrative of the movie and makes it even more ordinary. So, um, the the cast Felix uh, Camera is probably the standout as as Paul, but they're pretty identical. Um, the one thing I would say, I feel like they've aimed for the immortal film "Come and See" a bit here, but actually, it's a lot closer to the I thought frankly quite rubbish 1917 it's really trite so the cinematography is amazing and the soundtrack and who did that james friend the sound that's stunning and the music by volker uh, bertelman 
is surprisingly imaginative. It's the one truly imaginative thing here. And on top of that, a couple of the long-form battle scenes in the trenches are some of the best I've ever seen. Really, really well done. Um, but outside of that, everything else is really tepid. And despite the fact it has that griminess and the, and the violence is off the charts, if you took that grimness away, it almost feels like the kind of war film when I was mentioning the Westerns that would have been made pre-Apocalypse Now, uh, where everything was a little bit more, less complex morally. Um, it's all a bit obvious and trite. Um, there wasn't really anything between the four guys and their times in the trenches that you haven't seen a million times in much lesser films. I didn't really feel like it brought anything narratively to the table that we haven't seen before. Um, it's it's very pat. Um, I I just didn't I just didn't really buy that anything was in, that interesting that they focused on. I feel like it got elevated an awful lot because there's a war in Europe at the moment, uh, and that was it. I, I love this um, quote. So this is from uh, in the Wikipedia article about it. Ah, uh, in Germany, the film is seen as shallow, cynical, and horny for Oscars. Uh, military historian and professor Sonki Neitzel believes the film is incorrect, loaded with cliches and not very authentic. So I have to say it is worth watching for the great soundtrack, soundstage, cinematography and a couple of long-form battle sequences which are fantastic. Um, and it does often look amazing, but it, it, the characters are just stock, cardboard characters. The dialogue between them is stock um the emotions that they go through nothing is particularly enthralling daniel brawl is sadly underused uh, brilliant actor but even he doesn't give a great performance suggesting that the writing wasn't really that interesting here so i'm gonna have to say uh, purely from technical levels um i'm gonna give it a six and a half out of ten but it really isn't very good um, the BAFTAs went to town and gave it every award, and I feel like that was sympathy for Ukraine rather than actually for anything about the film because it is actually quite cloying. When when it's not guns blazing, it feels cloying when they're talking and it feels trite and very low rent um, in that regard. So only a 6.5 out of 10 for, I thought, a bit of a fail. Oh, quite on the Western Front. This is Orbital from the... Did I feature this album? I can't.